everybody. Welcome back to Cool Games, Inc., the video game design podcast for Polygon.com. I am Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. It's going to be kind of a weird record environment, I have to confess. Why is that? Um, I am having a closet put into my hallway, which I didn't even know you could do. That seems like a kind of a... How are you putting negative space into... Are they carving right. out... like I'm imagining kind of a No Man's Sky situation where they come in with a mining laser. They just terraform my yeah. wall. Kind of a wall... It's a literal wall hack. Right. They hack um, into your wall. Uh, but the uh, contractor is gone getting supplies. I think maybe they just actually rolled up. So there will be a point in the podcast where I stop um, shouting. And maybe I don't like talk about like vor and yiffing at like regular... Um, like my my outdoor voice. Yeah. Well, my my thing is that if you if you talk about your your in viffing, that's, that what you yeah, said. That's your what, yeah. That's how you mix them. That's how you mash them up. If you talk about that and he recognizes it, I think that's on him. If it means yeah. something to him, that really incriminates him more than it does you. It's like that uh that family circus comic. I actually can't remember if this is a real family circus comic or if it's well, one yeah. I where made Billy up. where Billy's just like I wish I could get swallowed. Yeah. You know the one. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's the yeah, Family sure. Circus comic where you know they like those big circle panels and it's just a huge mouth. Yeah, that's the whole comic. <laughs> it's a weird kind of artsy. It's a one. weird. It's a very weird psychosexual comic. Anyway, I think I'm gonna hit that point very very soon. And when it does, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna try to keep delivering the goofs, but I will be doing so with a certain level of caution. Gotcha. Well, if if he ends up walking into the room, tell him he's. I want him to know he's more than welcome to have. Uh, presence on our show. I've also got someone new in the room this week. Oh, who's uh, that? So I've I've hired an audio engineer to come in and do all my levels for me. So he's oh killer. Yeah, he comes in. His name's Jeffrey. He comes into my apartment and he just kind of fiddles with all the knobs. I see he's actually pressing a button on my soundboard right now. What's it say? Uh, let me look at it. It says off. Jeffrey, I don't think we should Jeffrey, be pressing off. Where did you find this guy? Um, Craigslist. Okay. Uh, but he was which, not. Can in, I ask? Can I ask which section of yeah, Craigslist? He was not in the sound. It was one of those happy accidents where I was in a different section of Craigslist. Okay. And uh, I happened to find. I was like, oh, while I'm here, I do have. I guess in a sense, I am a, a M for M looking for an audio engineer. M. You know. A, yeah, it's I mean, a misconnection I, I don't think technically. I don't, I don't think you should hire an audio engineer. Like, I don't think a person's. You know. A gender identity should should factor into whether or not you hire them to be an audio engineer. So I am confused as to why you're in the infram like section of that. Nick, what's he saying? So that's Jeffrey's voice then. Nick, is he talking about? It sounds like what a, what a shitty audio engineer, Jeffrey. I don't. You can't talk over like that's bad audio engineering. You can't talk uh, over the hosts. Is, oh, I figure you can just edit it out. I thought like, when you said I was bad, I thought it was because my voice is a little muffled. And the, and why is that? Like, I don't understand why your voice would be muffled. You know, I hate. The, I I don't love talking about this, but you, are you going to edit this out? Yeah, it's good. It's going to get cut. Okay. Jeffrey, I promise. When I was a, when I was a boy, I used to play the uh, trumpet, and you know okay. the, the little thing you put on the trumpet to make it do a, a wah wah sound. Uh, yeah, the cuppy cup. I fell. Oh, it went inside. And it went down me. Oh, oh, do you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> That's the sound of closets, my friend. Can Maybe, you come over? Can you get sounds over? Sounds like Austin? you need an audio engineer. <laughs> yeah, can you get over here, Jeffrey, real quick, and just fiddle with my knobs and turn the closet noise one like that all was the way down? Actually, the name of my Craigslist post, how Nick found me, was you come over and fiddle my knobs. So I'm okay. happy to head over there. That sounds great, um, Jeffrey. What are your rates like? Are you? Is it reasonable? Yeah, very. Okay, it's free. 
Okay, that's for, that's actually yeah, that's great. Well, Jeffrey, it's great to talk to you. I'd love to get Nick back on the horn. What's what's he doing? Did you turn, just turn his mic all the way down because that's again not not a great job. You're well, doing he's doing the knobs right now. Well, why? He's better at it than me. <laughs> okay, Jeffrey, <laughs> I'm actually firing you for Nick. Um, well, I don't know if that's how that works. Well, it is. So okay. Well, I guess I'll I'll see myself out. Okay. Good luck with the whole trumpet muffler thing. Thank you. Hey, Griffin, do you want to do some games? Oh, hold on. Right. Back into the, back into the fold. Hey. Hey, you know what I, I really enjoyed about that was getting What's to that? hear you faintly in the distance go talk to the guy and be like, hey, can you, sorry, can you just um, uh, not do your job? Oh, just, I don't think I was. I don't think I said anything like that. So just, just keep it. Just I'm assuming it's what you said. I couldn't really hear, but I'm assuming you said, "Hey, just don't do it. Just don't work." No, just I just said it. like I, I just said. Can you explain the the sort of wizardry that goes into putting a hole in my house where I can put you know my my toiletries, my board games, my yeah. lanterns? Is that what this is going to be for? Uh, who knows, man. I do feel like there's kind of a dark possibly occult like House of Leaves situation to this, where he is making new space and time in a way that i don't think should be physically possible by anyone who's not some type of wizard no i mean it's technically adding square footage to the house too so like it's a win-win-win hey how do we do with uh sabotage rally a game so good that i actually remembered it this yeah week. it was extremely popular um, excellent it did very 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 well now was it ftp it wasn't no it wasn't ftp it no was it was p2p and it was if you remember do you remember burnout crash yeah. <laughs> we outsold Burnout Crash. So we did 14 copies? We did do... Well, I don't want to... We're not really talking numbers this quarter. We're trying to wait till the We like big... to keep the numbers under the hat. Yeah. Like some sort of math jester. Yeah. Well, let's say the number of digits is um, on par with the rest of our productions. So we've made some good games. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been good. I don't think that's just me. Like, I can say objectively, a lot of our games have been trash, like the DreamWorks Dentistry. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, some of them have been good, though, and they haven't sold good. And I wonder if it's like a branding thing. Like, is it the name Cool Games Inc.? Is that why people don't like it? Like, what's a good what's a good publisher? Like, Bethesda. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a, just a powerful word. Nobody even knows what that word means. Nobody does. I mean. It's, it's, it's a new word that they came up with, and it sounds like a good a good game publisher developer name i you know interestingly i uh i went to bethesda maryland thinking that that was where they were they're not there no they're nobody knows where they are so i guess it must i think it's a coincidence actually most game developers have to keep their location secret Mm -hmm. because otherwise like everybody would just be sending them like you know dragon stuff all the time right and it's which is ironic because uh bethesda is one of the publishers who is constantly sending the rest of us giant statues of dragons and yeah, well, that's, skull that's, helmets. they have to because they keep getting them sent. Like, if people find out where Bethesda is, they're just like, "Here's a hundred swords." And it's like, "God, guys, we got to put this somewhere." Yeah, that's a, that's a struggle that I imagine they deal with on a regular basis. Um, well, so are you are you saying that we need to get a get sort of a big publisher under our wings to help promote? No, our, I'm just saying we need to come up with a good, a better, a gooder name for Cool Games Inc. Yeah. The podcast can be called like whatever. I don't think we're legal. I don't think iTunes will let us change the name of the podcast. Right, we're now, stuck like, with that. Yeah, but that could just be the name of the project. The publisher name can be something that just sounds like super official, super like sounds quality. Because uh, Cool Games Inc. You think here Cool Games Inc. You think a spider fight or whatever. 
Spider Warrior? Yeah. What was it? Uh, Spider Warriors with an S, I think. So, not, not a Z. So, like, I don't know that the branding is there. It's just food for thought. We don't have to crack this nut right now. But. Yeah. Well, I'll keep I'll keep sort of marinating and med- meditating on that. And then we'll... great, great games. Great, limited. Great, great games, games. Limited great games would be now. like. I'm, I'm being reminded there was a time, Griffin, when we did not know what we were going to name our limited liability corporation. Uh, and we, we brainstormed a lot of, of really good ideas. Uh, did you ask him to do it extra loud? Is that what the Yeah, I said was? really, just really knock around. Um, well, Griffin, I've, I've actually, in, in preparation for this conversation, because I've, I kind of got a sense that you were dissatisfied with the name. Um, oh, have you found, have you found our original list? I went back to our January 2013 Slack conversations and I've got, uh, a lot of the game ideas that we, uh, or the name ideas that we we were working on. Well, just to read some of the ones that you think have more brand potential, and then we're going to get into back into the hard business of making video. Yeah, games. Yeah, well, we've got video game dream machine. That's we- not bad, dude. It sounds a lot like Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yeah. Oh, is that what you were going for? I like that. I think so. Uh, you said Nick and Griffin's interactive delights, <laughs> which is probably not going <laughs> to sell great, but uh, in. Inter delight, inter delight. It's got to be like punchy, you know. Mm-hmm. Active, active vision, EA, EA Sports. There was. I'm just gonna read them off, and I'm not gonna name names. We're not gonna. T- <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's these. not put. Uh, you'll you'll know it's one of the two of us, though. It's definitely one of the two of us. Nick and Griffin's digital bonanza. Um, <laughs> Narioware, because I think in the first episode you mentioned Nario. Yeah. Um. God, what else was there? Uh, there were some really good ones. Um. From the the community, people said, "I really, I don't know if we talked about this, but Game Boy's advice was an amazing one. Yeah. Development Hell, Hitbox, Video Game Maker Boys was kind of a nice shitty one. Um, I feel like there's another. Yeah, here we go. The moment we came up with Cool Games Inc. was we went from Nick and Griffin's Infinity Games to Nick and Griffin's Game Plan to Nick and Griffin's Cool Game, Cool Games Inc. Cool Games Inc. All one word. Cool Games Inc. With a period. Yeah. And, and then we kind of we kind of went 110 percent and went we went to Cool Games Industries, Cool Games Software, Cool Games Games, Cool Games Realms, Cool Games. Cool Games Realms. Cool Games Limited. Cool Games Studios. Cool Games Interactive. Oh my God! There's cool, so many good stuff in there. Cool Games Entertainment. Cool Games Softworks, which I think is kind of a fun, <laughs> but that's the vibe. Cool Games Productions. Cool Games Vancouver. <laughs> And then last, lastly, Cool Games Project Red. <laughs> oh, man. Which I, I don't know why we didn't do. We should have just rotated through these cool every episode. Cool Games Vancouver. Is, okay, whatever we end up on, Vancouver has to be at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so so let's, I don't want to focus too much on this now because we're 15 minutes. Well, we're 15 <laughs> minutes in plus the like six minutes that I had to go and help the closet get done. But mm-hmm. um, let's let's just ponder that and we'll get to it. Got it. Well, maybe it'll uh, just. Hopefully, it'll just emerge naturally over the course. Uh, do you have any any ideas that you like this week that you want to? Do actually, I'm going to like a tweet that you just did because that is going to bring. I I still use the like system to like track my faves. That yeah. brings my total likes on all of the time I've been on Twitter up to one thousand three hundred thirty seven lead. Oh. Like, the, like the internet joke. Like the and, hey. and again, I I do apologize for all the noises that are going to be in the background of this one. We are literally up against it right now. Um. Now, Griffin, uh, have you check check this out? Maybe you should change your Twitter name to something like a fun video game reference. Like you could do all your base are belong to us. Oh, that's a good be good. cute. You could maybe do a fun cake is a lie joke from Portal. You remember Portal? That I don't be- know that one. So that's a computer game um, where the uh, robot is uh, tries to trick you, and it's very it's it's um 
extremely random so i would definitely recommend is it like that south park humor it's a lot of it's kind of a mix of south park humor and kind of family guy pacing that's how i hey that's a good that's a good recipe if you go back and read uh uh polygon's review of portal uh Mm. that that's a direct quote from arthur geese happy birthday arthur well i I would walk over to my computer and read the review but i got an arrow in my knee so wow (laughs) Um, Very how, good. About th- how about this one? It was sent in by Hornelius Cobb on Twitter. Thank you, Hornelius. Says, uh, crazy taxi. <laughs> but with a drill. <laughs> Keep going. Crazy taxi set in the No Man's Sky universe. Oh, all right. Um... <laughs> um, so this would be like you're flying around, you, you know, you're, you're, you're looking for plutonium or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you see somebody that's like, "Yo, take me to Pizza Hut," and then like several star systems away, a little Pizza Hut icon appears. Right, and you gotta get him to the Pizza Hut, and while you like you you hop in the whip and you you turn on those pulse boosters, and it's like, yeah, 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 and then oh, you're so it's just got the, they've relicensed the original soundtrack, except for you have to listen to that song for hundreds of thousands of light years. I think that's gonna be the only song. Yeah. Is that Offspring? I think it's the Offspring, and I think that's going to be tougher to license now than in, in that specific era in video game history. So I think that's going to be where most of our, our music budget goes. Oh, no, so, no, no, no. You can, you can find satellites that were shot in a deep space from Earth, and each one has a song from the Crazy Taxi soundtrack on it. That, all right. And it's like that's like how we continue our Earthling legacy. I like that. I like that uh, sort of story stuff. Uh, what I don't like is this game idea. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> do you want to do a different one? Do you not? You just don't. Uh, are you not a fan of No Man's Sky? Uh, I don't. No Man's Sky is good. Uh, but I, mean, well, I don't know. If you want to do No Man's Sky, there's a there's a really good. Yeah, uh, hot button. It was a hot button issue this week. We got a lot of No Man's did. Sky. In. Uh, it's got a lot of people's minds reeling. A lot of people um, just thinking and th- just sort of pondering Norman Sky. Yeah. Uh, and so here's one. Uh, man, this is a f- noisy. Just a lot of Foley work this app. Yeah. Here's a submission from Wayne Forgetsky on Twitter. It's DJ Goth Shouty, who says, Subway cars filled with procedurally generated weird people. That's just real life. I guess that is real life. But it, then again, Griffin, isn't No Man's Sky just real life? You know? Sometimes- Probably. I haven't, I haven't found Earth yet. I've been looking because I want to get to America first. I'm and I ma- want to be the first people, one of the first persons there. Is that... It, what? Why do you want to name it something different? Is what's your what's your mission with that? Why do you want to get to America so bad? Um, I just want to have it. I just want it to be mine. Although at this point, I am unconvinced there are other people in this world with me. Yeah, that's an that's an that's probably my favorite thing about No Man's Sky. Is that there's no one else there? Well, no, it's this like Schrodinger's cat sort of exploration of whether or not I am alone in this universe or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's weird. Sometimes a it's weird that a game won't tell you whether or not there's multiplayer in the game or not. Yeah, I think it's... I mean, one of the most interesting uh, ways of answering that question to me is the fact that you don't need a PlayStation Plus subscription to play it, which kind of almost tells you it's everything you need to know right it, there. What's, what's really interesting is, like, all the answers that the developers of the game... And I think it's a, a great game. But um, when people ask, like, is there multiplayer... And your answer is, well, it's an infinite universe, so maybe you'll be flying around. And you'll be like, is that a person in that... Is that a person in that ship or not? Nah? It's like so. There's no so. Then there's not. There isn't any. Then that's fine. Right. Well, I mean, whatever. I, not to get too into the. Not to turn it into an actual video game podcast. But uh, on the Colbert Report, 
Sean Murray was on there, and he said the only way to see your character model is to l- meet another player and look at them. Yeah, what's your guy? Lo- what are your what's your guy look like? I wonder. I guess there's no way of knowing. No, there's no way of unless knowing. unless you run into another player and have them look at you and describe it to you, which I I think they were. He definitely implied was a thing that could happen and maybe isn't right now. I saw some screenshots. I don't know how how real they are of some code. <laughs> <laughs> like literally code that was like what to do if two players are on the same planet and it's like patch this in after like written in the nose of like add after launch there's also a few people on reddit who found the same pl- i don't know how the fuck yeah, yeah they, did they it. found the same place and then they were there at the same time and, they and didn't nothing happened so um it's kind of weird like hey it can multi can multiple people play your game and meet each other well i don't I, know man I, it's a big it's a big old universe I That's bought a, a crazy like, answer. I bought a boxed copy though, and on the back of the bulleted list, it says all the different features. And then next to it's one of them is multiplayer with three question marks, and then a <laughs> sort of subhead that says, "Who knows, man? Is there isn't everything multiplayer? If you think about it, have a friend over, we'll watch you play. That's is that not multiplayer?" Which I thought um, was an interesting tack. Well, but this idea though, this yes. idea of randomly generated weird beards on the train, I like because you get on a subway car. And there's some guy who's just eating his hair. There could be somebody who has a, a bag with a small animal in it. That's a, that's weird in its own way. Kind of a different type of weird. Um, my concern, though, is that you, by the time you get to the fifth or sixth subway car, you realize that all that's different is the guy who's eating his own hair has, like, a different color shirt on. Yeah, sure. Here's one from Donut Secret. It's Suplex on Twitter. Um, the opposite of the – okay. Let me A little backstory for this one. Uh, are you familiar with Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. All right. Are you familiar with Metal Gear Solid 2, The Sons of Liberty? No. I only played Metal Gear Acid, the card one. <laughs> well, I only played Metal Gear Acid 2. So maybe between the two of us. I only played Metal Gear Acid 3, which, oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Invisimals was the only one I played. You played, uh, well, that was the that was the spinoff of Boktai. Um, do- I played Notice Hideo you- Kojima's Invisimals. <laughs> Each Connecto. one was sort of a metaphor for nuclear It was kind of war. an Invisimals colon connectimals thing yeah this is like a this is like a mean parody of our podcast right now <laughs> oh is it yeah um okay anyway so in mgs2 sons of liberty they did that sequel thing called substance where it was mgs2 with a bunch of bonus content and only on the ps2 version there was a skateboarding mini game where you were a snake skateboarding all over the place on a nice deck mm. the suggestion is the opposite of the mgs2 skateboarding mini game wherein tony hawk must sneak into an enemy base is he skateboarding or? I, I think he has to be. Otherwise. Well, no, I mean, in Tony Hawk Underground, you could get off the board and run, which I actually went back I think and th- I played that game with a few friends uh, the other day. It holds up for the most part, except when you get off your board and run, you go from zero to literally 70 miles an hour uh, in like a half of a second. <laughs> it's it's pretty wild animation. It's You can tell that engine was maybe not built for a fun uh, third person platformer situation. You go much, 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 much faster when you're running than you do when you're on a skateboard board and potentially than you would if you were in a very high performance uh, car or a rocket ship or a rocket ship or a large hadron collider <laughs> um so i i think you we do end up though in, in, in a thug or thug 2 situation where like in those games uh tony hawk can get off and on the skateboard as he pleases okay. i think the big shell the titular big shell of the big shell incident from the light latter half of metal gear solid 2 is extremely grindable it's one of the most absolutely grindable. like super like you could grind you could you would speed grind that whole shit it's, from start dude, to finish dude it's all rails yeah it's all rails it's all, all rails and some ramps would there be a section of the game where tony hawk his clothes were off yeah and 
if you did a if you did a stunt at a certain time and you really looked at the pixels. Yeah, if you slow it down and do a Christ air and go through it frame by frame, you can see uh Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Which is what he Was there ever a cheat in a Tony Hawk game where you could t- make Tony Hawk's clothes come go go off? A nude a nude hawk? Yeah. Cuz you, you, you go into the password screen, you type Justin Tony and it strips him down. I'm just saying, like some of those tricks, if they weren't, if they didn't, if he didn't have clothes on, yeah, would really st- stretch some stuff out. And that's all one... I'll say. So I'm imagining too that, like, I think the boss battles could be a lot of fun to do as a Tony Hawk thing. There's that, there's that boss fight with Vamp where you're in that small room and he keeps diving in and out of it, and uh, the bullets won't hurt him. And you, I don't actually remember how you finish that, but it doesn't matter because Tony Hawk will do it in his own. He would do it in his fashion. own, sort of his own way. Hmm. Could we get the Crazy Taxi soundtrack in this one, too? Yeah, I don't see why not. I think we could just make a blanket statement. We have some fine print when we license the Offspring uh, saying it's for all games going forward and prior. We could actually patch that track into our previous games. Yeah, and um, our, jo- our joke would be like, how did you? Uh, how, how much did you pay to get that song? And we'd be like, we got it for a song. That would be our joke, you're saying? Yeah, that would be the joke that we tell. So like at, par- at parties, at parties, when people yeah. come to the studio and they'd be like, "How did you get the Offspring song?" And we'd be like, I "Got it for a song." Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we'd start playing it because we paid for it so good that we can just play okay. it. At well, parties. the situation that you're describing okay. involves us kind of. And here's my only problem with it because I do like it, and I, I just it's a super advocate. fucking funny joke. Is the problem? It's really funny. My issue is that I think what you're talking about is you said. I want to hone in on something. You said we start playing it. Now, are you talking about we hack into the sound system at this party? We jack into the Bluetooth. So maybe you can sense It's our party. Some- I just put it on my dang phone. Okay. Well, that has us covered for our parties. But what if we go... What if we're at uh, at the club? How do we make that work? Mm, I know DJ Khaled. Okay. Well, that is... Well, there we go. Is that Problem his name? Solved. DJ Khaled? Yeah. I think you did combine him a little bit with a Star Wars character, but it's mostly mostly right. How would Tony Hawk fight against Fat Man? Because Fat Man is on roller skates. Oh, um, I mean, that would be the, the final boss. We'd have to rearrange the game a little I bit. I do like... Oh, so we're remixing it. It's like Sonic Mania. Yeah. It's like uh, Wario. It's like NarioWare. Um, what it would be is... You're playing the game right, and you do the stupid part with the ship that you got. It was the only part reason you bought Zone of the Enders. Mm-hmm. So and then you, demo disc. you finish that and then you stunt your way all through big shell and you fight the bosses in their normal order you rescue Otacon. you do that i think you do the shitty part where you have to swim with the with, woman uh what's her name may console sister nobody's nobody's sure um and then you, when you get to fat man it changes and all of a sudden you're sword fighting on top of the burning statue of liberty while i love this some for some reason it's been a computer program the whole time and just the story of that game was kind of uh, doo-doo trash but then you're back on big shell and you're like why am i i was just fighting the final boss and then you you know get naked and you do all that stuff and then all of a sudden you're you're doing a grind battle against fat man and then the game just ends and the offspring plays over the credits and then well but then tony hawk like takes off his dog tag and looks at it and it has your name on it right yeah that's very that's, good too. that's how that worked um hey i got one here Okay, I really just want to talk about MGS2 a lot more than do. we are. I know you do. Um, how about this one from Alexis Wren? That's media art failure on Twitter. And let's uh, not, not let's not spend a lot of time on this because it's, it's frankly it's masturbatory. Okay, but Alexis suggests whatever Griffin thinks JoJo's bizarre adventure is, make Ooh. that a game. I have not seen the show. All right, but I think you have a rough. I'm sure just from being on Twitter.com, you have a pretty good idea. Yeah, very Even tall, the- very tall, handsome, and powerful men. Mm-hmm. have to use fashion 
to make their martial arts more powerful. Okay, and each of them has um, something that makes them unique. Can you tell me what that is? Well, half of them are cl- are clowns. Okay, and I don't understand why that is. Well, they need, there needs to be an antagonist. I feel like so that could be how their King Clown their party lines. King are Clown is the main bad guy from JoJo. Um, something that makes them unique. You're saying? Yeah. Well, first of all, sorry. Who is JoJo? Yeah, JoJo is the. Uh, <laughs> well, they're the hero, mm-hmm. and the the adventure they've been on is anything but ordinary. Okay. Well, it sounds like a lot. Forgive me. Maybe I'm. It sounds like a lot of that just comes from the title. Maybe a bit. So JoJo is, hmm, I think JoJo starts off as a kind of an unfashionable character, but they oh, have, like this. but they are picked out of a crowd by, um, I'm going to call him Master Style, mm-hmm. and Master Style finds JoJo, and JoJo has a very good jawline, and they're like, I got to fashion you up, That's and teaches them not- how to fight with fashion. You're you're not totally wrong, and e- now each of them has access to a special oh a special thing. ability, right? And you, what's that ability called, Griffin? This is my uh, magnifique. Mm-hmm. And then don't you each... feel like if you saw people talking about magnifiques on Twitter, you would remember it though? Like, <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I don't usually fucking pop in. Just be like, anybody talking? Hey, hi, Twitter. Good morning. Anybody talking about JJBA today? I don't. Here's the thing, Griffin. I don't like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but I feel like I'm so inundated by it on Twitter.com at all hours of the day that I have not been able to avoid it. Um, well, maybe they use shorthand to talk about magnifique. You know how those communities are. Yeah, they do. They get into the So everybody lore. has Magnifique that lets them do a special fashion maneuver. And every JoJo's character is named after what? Because there's a through line that connects them all, and I'm, I'm curious if you know what that is. Um, I think um, sort of uh, mid-2000s uh, pop stars who are having a resurgence now today. Got it. So Justin. Justin, JoJo. I mean, JoJo is one of them. Brittany. Brittany is, I mean... More early thousands, late nineties, but yeah, we'll give you Brittany. X Tina would be one of them. Uh, Kesha's for fucking sure. You Kesha's mid two thousand. Fuck, I guess you're right. Yeah, dude. That's um, a bunch. So that could be good. Oh, uh, another funny thing I could have said there is uh, Bachelorettes. It's another one. Okay. So you could have. Uh, I I didn't think that would really resonate with the CGI audience, so I didn't say it. But all right, here's here's a suggestion. Um, this one is kind of a how image- close was I? By the way. You nailed it. Uh, this is an image suggestion from uh, Effortlessly Kanye. It's uh, actually canon on Twitter. Um, and I don't know. Here, I'm going to send it to you. I don't know what exactly this is. Um, but I'm staring at it. And it appears to be... This is an ad for a mattress. Oh, that was just a Skype ad. Thanks, Skype. I'll make sure to go buy that mattress post-haste. Oh my god! So this is some sort of maybe you can explain this to me, Griffin. But it's a it's a photograph of a large flexing arm, just like a big uh, sort of muscly, kind of looks like the Incredible Hulk's arm, and they've placed it next to a Coke can to kind of give you a sense of scale. Um, you're making me says, go- you're making me Google this right now. And then it says BadDragon.com in the corner, which I guess they're an action figure purveyor. But this is sort of like a fl- of. Just sort of a big flexing. It says extra large Tyrannosaurus sex. That's an embarrassing typo. And it's sort. I guess the idea is that it's like a big T Rex's strong arm, which is weird because doesn't the T Rex have a kind of a notoriously Jesus, tiny arm, dude? So stand the T. I guess I'm. There's a. I feel like I'm missing something. I'm just on this website now. Like you've sent me to this website now. Is this is this the first time you've logged into BadDragon.com? 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I didn't know. It seems well, like uh, it seems like I'm on like a. These look like little thumbnail images for um, concept art for the video game Evolve. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is just sort of tone pieces for the style bible. This is one from. Are we to the point where we need to start coming up with the game? Because I think I have a good oh, one. Well, let's speed. Uh, let's speed round. Sure. Because I, I think I got it. What do you um, got? I uh, got this one from Sarah. Sarah Neon on uh, Twitter, who says a tabletop game that secretly is just for encouraging players to bring free snacks and drinks to your house. I like that. So it's really just the the barest skeleton of it. I think the game has to take about 8 to 12 hours to play. Yeah. That way you can have a really good excuse to just be like, yeah, or, bring the snacks. Or 8 to 12 minutes, and it can be like... All right, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, everybody get the fuck out. Leave your pizza rolls, though. Yeah. Um... That's that's pretty good. Although I don't want to, I don't want to get in the, the physical game space. I don't want to get into tabletop things because there's some sort of arcane process by which every board game in stores is fucking ugly. I love board games so much, but I walk into a board game store and it's just the ugliest, ugliest, ugliest game boxes I've ever seen in my Bro, life. Well, you're going to the wrong game stores then. Mm, they're, I'm telling you, fucking Sellers of Catan, it's Dominion, the worst, ugliest boxes a human. Yeah, they can do buy. like like murals that somebody would paint on the side of a church or something. Yeah, they those are uh, box art the same way MMOs have UI design. It's just like wow, this is sick, not... sick and very relatable burn. <laughs> um, uh, how about this one? Because hold you, on a sec, Griffin. Maybe it's long? my turn. Okay, maybe well, it's my turn. Burn one down then. Bud. Um, Lin Wing C says, uh, a game where you are trying to figure out what to do when people are singing happy birthday to you. <laughs> I don't know that this is a great <laughs> game idea, but it does raise the really good question of, like, who do you look at? Who do you make eye contact with? Where do your hands go? I think you when sing you're... along and you turn to face somebody else. Oh, I love that. Because if you do it right, yeah. you can actually maybe turn the tides and get everyone to start singing happy birthday to that person. Yeah, if you'll absolutely. If you're a powerful con- enough social mage. It's all about confusion. Um, this one is sent in by Ronnie Palmieri. Uh, okay. Ron of the Mill, it's a good name on Twitter, says, a time-traveling Justin Timberlake has to bring sexy back in every era. I do enjoy this. So I this is this, this is like, I think Justin Timberlake's brand of sexy would cover him through like today to, well, I mean, we could go into the future there and we'll, 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 we'll get into that, but let's focus well, on the past. Well, that's the sequel. That's I'm taking, I'm bringing sexy back to the future. Fuck, that's good. Um, But like, I think that the way he looks now, he would be good through like, what, the 40s? And then I feel like earlier than that, like they wanted a little bit of meat on their bones and like a sure. little bit less panache. They just wanted like a, a, a sturdy man. Yeah, he's maybe too pretty to go back much further than that. Um, I get what you're but saying. Unless, until we get back to like Renaissance era, and then oh, like he is basically good to go again. Like he's he covered. Already then. looks like the Statue of David. Like, and then before that, like once we get to the Dark Ages, like I don't even think it looks. It's just like he's got a big old cornfield. Look at how well his cornfield is doing. Is that you mean? Is it like abs? His abdomen? I mean, I am going to start calling abs cornfields, yes, yeah. but no, well, I was talking a, about a literal cornfield there. He's got some amber waves of grain rolling down his <laughs> chest, if you know what I'm, know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, that's a good idea. And then uh, before that, maybe he can, like, maybe he can read. And people is, are just like, yes, holy shit, have you met this dude? And then by by default, I think that makes him kind of a, a sex god, just he, because he's the most intense, like, he, he's, ex- he's extremely extremely smart and looked up to and then maybe yeah. by, he's bringing sexy back by becoming the new standard against which all men are judged yeah um but what kind of, and i think i don't want to spoil the ending but what kind of future does he come back to at the end of all this i think everyone is justin timberlake and all of a sudden he's not sexy anymore he's just like <laughs> right. normal. 
He's average. He's bringing average back. Um, here's one from Sweet Zara. I don't want to throw shade, but have you heard his new song? He's already bringing average back. Oh, wow. Yikes. Not falling for that one again. Not falling for that Minions theme song again. Is it Minions or is it just like... It's fucking, even it's Trolls, it, it, even, even worse. It's like Trolls, Pets, and Minions, it's minions DreamWorks, too. Come shit on, DreamWorks. Uh, Sweet Zard suggests... Make your own lip gloss simulator, but the only options are poppin' or cool. And then after that, it's an endless runner where you run from the boys. Um, Give it to me one more time. Okay. Uh, and this is this might be awfully specific, but it's a make your own lip gloss simulator, but the only options are poppin' or cool. And after you make your selection, the game sort of transforms into an uh, an endless runner where you're running... Is this uh, one? Is this one tweet with 140 characters in it? I, I, okay. Well, I, I, they didn't say endless runner, but I think this probably came right up against the the limit. They said it's a runner where you run from boys at the end. Okay. Now, this is of course a reference to the Lil Mama song lip gloss. Um, sure. And I, I, I think there's obviously a lot of room to expand it. There's yeah. obviously that final verse where uh, she gets called in the principal's office. And uh, she and she says yes, Miss McClurson, and Miss McClurson is the principal, and I think that's yes, yes, Miss McClurson is like who's chasing the, you through the endless runner. I think so. I think she needs to be a major character, if for no other reason than yes, Miss McClurson is like the 2007 equivalent of the phrase cellar door. It's like just the most yeah, inherently beautiful wonderful. combination of syllables. Um, let me hit you with this, okay? Um, because I like that idea, but the problem is they didn't leave us us anything to do. Oh, they did the whole yeah. They, yeah, they did they, the whole thing. Give us just the tiniest. Give us your first thought, not your last. Arrowhead, uh, I am tall and thin. Says, uh, TB, TBH. <laughs> I've always wanted to play a supermarket simulator where you own a fucking supermarket and got to make it good. So I love that. I wish the swear wasn't in there. But mm-hmm. immediately after this, like literally, the next suggestion we got in was a pi- that picture of the man who works at a grocery store holding a finger over his mouth to, as if to make a shh noise. Oh, the meat one? And it says, uh, what will $5 buy? Shh. Come to the meat department and let me show you. <laughs> Shh. And that was sent in by Azriel1239. Uh, yeah, um, that's so, a great image. So I don't know if those two could be combined somehow, but I do like the supermarket simulator. If only because nothing is funnier to me than the idea of most of these sim games, like uh, game development sim or whatever. You are just one guy like working in your studio and you make a small thing. I like the idea of doing that on scale with a supermarket. Okay, so like, what is, what's a level one supermarket look like? Well, that's a thing. It's just like a small room and you have four boxes. One is apples, one is chicken, one is mustard, one, <laughs> one is shampoo. Those and, are the four items. And, and you open your door and it's just like, come on in. Got apples, mustard, chicken, and shampoo. I hope you like at least one of these four products, or or need one of these four products. Mm. And maybe that's the maybe that's the maybe that's the game. Maybe it never grows in anything bigger. But like, if I walked into a supermarket uh-huh. and it was empty, say for four boxes in the middle, I wouldn't even look to see what was in the boxes. I would leave. Right, I, it's leave a bad look. But I, I don't know. I think there's a in this post. In this post iPhone world, Griffin, I think there's a, a, a powerful, there's a strength in minimalism, and maybe we make the name of the store four boxes, and every day it's four different <laughs> items, and you don't know what they are, or or or, or you just call the store apples, chicken, shampoo, and whatever the fourth thing was. I like that, and that's just like a straightforward. Why, why doesn't know that, what you're getting into? That's gotta be. Why doesn't there's literally no stores like that in the world except for Staples. 
because they do sell staples. And even that's like kind of a uh, like one. It's like squares and, and rectangles, right? Like staples has staples. All all staples are in staples, but not yeah. all things in staples are staples. Um, I think if you go to a staples and say, let me get some staples and they say we're sold out of staples, you should legally be allowed to burn the store down. Right. Yeah. Well, like, well for lying. I- or have them change the name of the store to staples, printers, paper, markers, desk chairs, desks, right. trash cans. Uh, it has to wrap around the store. Air spray. Yeah, like it's a big, yeah. I love the idea. of like, I think there's a small clause in, uh, the you know, the law? Yes. Which the one? US Which law? federal the, or government? Uh, federal uh, government state law. Interesting. In the book in there, there's a law. For, cop law? Some, police law? And, co- yeah, cop law. And specialty business, uh, business there's law. Because ju- there's judge law and comp law. Well, there's three branches of law. There's judicial. Right. There's cop. Uh, president. Okay, and cop. And, and there's cop. I know cop's cop. one of them, so don't try to pull one fucking okay, over on me. cop. Um, but if you so look you go at to the, the you go to the, for, co- the cop arrests you and you're like, I didn't do it. And then the ju- you go to the judge and the judge is like, you did do it. And be like, got to take this above your head. And then the president's like. President does it. They didn't Just do gotta it. Just got to keep it. That's the thing. That's why I've never, they've never successfully locked me up is because I keep asking to speak to their manager and I've escalated it upwards. And obviously yeah. Obama is very busy right now. Is that what double jeopardy is? I think that's what double jeopardy is. But what I, what I was going to say is that if you look in law book. Uh, under the section that says citizens arrest, there's like a subhead okay. for citizens arson, and that's it. That's one of only that's where three you burn down a lying store, a lying store. So one of the cases is if a store is lying to you, and then there are two other situations that will. I went to a Walmart and saw a TV there, and the TV was eleven hundred dollars. And I went to Best Buy, and it was twelve hundred dollars. And I just pulled out a Molotov cocktail. Like you aren't, you just aren't. I know what you cost. It's not that. It's not a. It's it's no longer the best buy though. You can't just say shit. The MSRP, the P stands for pyrokinetic now because I'm burning this television and really the whole department with the whole department. The rest of the washer dry department that can stay. Those may still be the best buys. They don't could fucking be. don't try to pull one over on me, okay? Um, um, I think this could be the jam. This one here, not this one we've been talking about. It's been bad, but oh, okay. this one from I Rick, got worried. This one from Ricky Romero. Yeah, uh, they say a first-person survival game where if you go outside, you die. You have to craft items to avoid laundry, grocery shopping, and basic hygiene. Oh my gosh, this is so good. So it's it's really it's like a don't starve for people who work from home. You, yeah, I think whole... I would want to avoid like making it like a like a, about like agoraphobia or real things that people uh, no 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 suffer no. from. But but I, I I think it could be a fun like I just don't I just I'm not feeling it. Sometimes yeah. I do this to like I fucking hate grocery shopping so much, um, and so like I will I will put together some some me some quote unquote meals. To avoid having to like go out and just like run my grocery supply into the ground, and I want to gamify that. Like, give me give me a for instance of what kind of what kind of uh, desperation meals you've been putting together with your your limited. Well, like okay, here this it's not a meal, but like one crafting recipe would be I've run out of shampoo, and so I'll just like put shower water in the bottle and shake it up a bunch until it gets foamy, and then like that foam is basically shampoo again. It doesn't feel like water. I've done that before. You pour that shampoo on your fingers. It's 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 not not, water, is it? It's definitely not water. If you shake it up enough, you do it right. You've created a mousse, but not hair mousse like. Kind of, kind of the furthest thing from a moose. Um, kind of an extreme liquid. So that's where. So that's one recipe, and like people apparently love this stuff because it's that's all No Man's Sky is. No Man's Sky is basically you are a walking 
table full of meters that have right. all been poisoned. Like You're a using, human crafting table. Using the traditional game parlance, you land on a planet and you are immediately poisoned with one to three discrete different types of poison that you have to eat trees to cure or rocks. Um, and but I, we gotta, the idea is that we're turning that inwards, though, on the home. Onto the home place. So you've run out of condition. You've run, you've run out of laundry detergent. And that fucking hand soap's basically the same stuff. Just dump that right in there. That's a recipe right there. Babe. No, I'm, I'm going to cut you off right here, Griffin. We need to set this game somewhere other than San Francisco, California, because I haven't done my own laundry for the past eight months. I've been okay. hiring a person via app to come take all my clothes in a bag and clean it for me and bring it back. Well, maybe you're, you're, in, you're in Chicago and you did a bad job prepping for the winter. And mm. it's, it's, it's just like the Trader Joe's caved in under the weight of the, the, the blizz. And you have no options left to you. And so that's what it is. A random house every time, random goods. You pick your job, sort of um, uh, Oregon Trail style. Okay. So, like, the banker would have a lot of money. Fat, a lot of good that's going to do. You're going to die. You're going you're gonna to starve to death 1%. But, like, if you're a chef, maybe you'd be a little bit better off. You'd be better at cooking, but you would be bad at uh every other job right we've got to set some checks and balances in there to to make sure that it's fair can you start just eating insulation i think you that can be, you it, can i think you suffer severe stat detriments yeah the your minute tummy you start doing it go down like your your sustenance goes up but your what'd you say your tummy your tummy tummy meter would go down your tummy meter starts plummeting um can there be multiplayer in the form of like neighbors and you'd be like, I will, tra- I will trade you one Luna bar for two sheets of that stuff you put in the dryer to make your clothes smell better. <laughs> which, which I believe is a subgenre of house insulation. So I think which we should you could have- use as insulation. Like that's a lot of the th- a lot of the thing is going to be like using stuff for other stuff. Yeah, using things for purposes that they maybe weren't intended, and also for que- uh, using things to quell your newfound addiction to insulation in the home. Uh, any sort of rough uh, fabric will will get the job done. Um, and and oh I, think my we, God, I think we do oh, the friction of the game. The real friction is going of the game. It's gonna be so- at some point during this long, lonely winter. Um, I think the two thieves from Home Alone are gonna try and break into oh, your house. Oh my God. Absolutely, they will. And you're gonna need to use your remaining supplies to just keep them, keep them from, keep them from doing their deeds. I, that's a really good idea. So, uh, for the first third of the game, um, you're you're sort of setting up your base. There's like a a meter at the top of the screen that says like 18 days till Pesci. Yeah, and it's this counting down till when, st- when pe- Joe Pesci. Pe- Pesci plus Stern, Pesci and Stern when they show up. Um, and can we get them in the mix somehow? Of course we can get them in the fucking mix. Are you kidding me? I could call. I could. I, I if, you give me, if you give me 90 <laughs> seconds, I could find Daniel Stern's phone number and get him on the horn right now. I won't do it because I have extreme social anxiety. Right, right, right. Um, well, I think a really other interesting tension could be at the end, uh, 90 days in, mm. um, maybe the the sun comes up, the winter has ended, and then the question becomes... Do you even want to leave the house anymore? You've built yourself a perfect, a kingdom. really nice little spot. Yeah, yeah, it's it's powerful stuff. 
I think it's a interesting game. I think our multiplayer model should kind of follow the just the don't starve and then don't starve together thing, where eventually we sell kind of a separate down the line. We've got this other product okay. that lets you start having people in your home with you, and you can cooperate and craft together. Um, oh, this is a strong idea. I think uh, it's a pretty good idea. What are so? Let's figure out really quickly. There should be a few meters that we need to pin down, right? There's obviously there's the tummy meter. There's how hungry you are. There's how thirsty you are. Uh, warmth, which an interesting sort of hack would be if you eat the home insulation, that makes all your meters go down, but your hunger your warmth, and warmth meters warmth go, would go way up. up. And yeah. I, I'm not espousing that as a real life life hack. Right. That's an important thing to say. We legally have to say that on the podcast. We do. Because some, like, you don't say it, and then some kid eats insulation saying, my two internet friends said they'd make me warm. Right. And then we ended up in like a. We we can't we should man we should have put a disclaimer at the top of this show years ago and then we have to like pay for the rest of his baseball team to like go on a trip or something. Yep, <laughs> you have no idea how many baseball trips we've had to pay for this year, guys. Some of these teams are big. Um, are you at? I mean the, the boys. I mean the boys on the team are very big. Some of these boys take a lot of so that's a, time and energy and gasoline. It's a, two, to, it's a two seat on the bus. Itch. <laughs> you gotta. It's it takes more it takes more gas. And they're all so sad. Because they're friends, yeah, they're, they're not even, that's the worst part, that's yeah. maybe the most wasteful part, is that they're not even going to enjoy the trip, because Terrence insulated yeah. himself but to can death, because our joke podcast. Can I say, can I, can I say something, though? Huh? They win every time. This team? Yeah. Well, every, all the teams. Part of that, and I don't let Terrence's mom hear me say this, but it's, yeah. I think they're not I, being held trust, back by this me, fucking yeah. insulation-eating boy anymore. We, like, all, we all saw what they were bringing to the table. Yeah. I think fun... I think hung, hunger, hunger, fun factor, hunger is I a big I one. I think I said hungry already. Hungry, warm, yeah. hungry, warm. Mm-hmm. Fun factor. Graphics, <laughs> graphics. No. So um, if you, if you, you maybe if you are, if you eat the wrong things, your your graphics will go. Your down. graphics will be bad. Um, stink, stink meter. Because it's gonna be real, and you gotta take care of it. You gotta ration it out too. And if you, because if your stink goes up, your fun factor goes down. We could have a cold meter and a hot meter. That would be good. And what if they're both full? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what happens if you're in kind of a Schrodinger's temp yeah. situation. Um, sick. Hung, sick. Hungy, warm, cold, sick, fun, sick. stink, fast, fast. <laughs> So, uh, small. There's a small meter for how small, you, how small you are. Really strange. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, there should be a meter uh, called. And tell me if this sounds stupid. It might, but legs. Which and how, how would that do it? It starts out at two. It can go up or down from there, Pow- depending on power. Power. Um. Good. Good. With a question mark on it. Yeah. If that one fills up, I think all the other meters are just like I think we fine. definitely need to have a meter called stats. <laughs> and if you you can lose the stats as you go, if you do right. too bad at them. Ooh, getting, um, getting back to work. We had a nice period of quiet there, but... There should be one that's like average... Uh, um, That stat never moves. It's just right. sort of what they base all it's the It's really... If on. you go into the files, you can see it's just a JPEG of a of static a stat. meter. Uh, I, think we're, I think that's all the stats. I think that's all of them. Um, and I, and then you just got to kind of nurture those constantly. Yeah, we we did we do hair? We did. Okay. Um, I don't. Well, you will have to like cut your own hair. That's a, that's a fair one. Um, I don't think. Hmm. Think about this for me right now, Nick. You're playing mm-hmm. this game IRL. 
It's a real yeah. life ARG sim, ARG um, uh, augmented reality. AR. Nobody's quite sure what that means yet. But how long would you live, do you think, just based on sort of the supplies you have in your house right now? Okay. And really stretch it out. Let me think here. So I've got, looking around my desk, um, man, I just cleaned up in here. So there's not that much like that food was a scraping. Not, 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 could... not just your room, your, your whole apartment. Oh, the whole home. Well, yeah. there's a spoon with some peanut butter on it in my sink that I shot with a BB gun. So there's kind of a BB in it. Stop the podcast. I want to get off. Why? Um, why were you? Why? There's. I was looking... Me and my roommate bought a couple of uh, a couple of airsoft pistols, and we were looking for things to shoot. And I said, "What if we shoot the peanut butter? That would be fun." But I opened the peanut butter jar, and there was very little in it, so I had to scrape it off the sides into the spoon. Oh, you wanted and- to do sort of like a ballistic gel. Yeah, that's what I, I was picturing, like a Mythbusters situation. You want to talk about people being inspired to do dangerous things by the media they consume? Yeah, sure. Uh, I was. That's basically. I met. I met Adam Savage, and he mm-hmm. looked. He had actually just got back from a baseball trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, I think I could probably go. I think I could probably go a little bit. I have a lot of canned goods that I've never really cracked into because I buy them thinking like, yeah, cream of mushroom soup. Why not? And then I don't soup. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of like there's a lot of things that I have stored that I'm like, maybe someday. Like I've got a bunch of packets of, um, you know, those like you can buy that tuna. That comes in a little packet. Mm. It used to come in a can. Now it comes in a little uh, like steel aluminum packet. I have that, but it's salmon. Okay. Um, and I ate it once, and it wasn't good. But I still have it because you never know. Um, I'm kind of like I, I have some of the, the things that I think a, a hoarder or a prepper would have, but uh, just just barely little of it enough that it wouldn't actually help me in a survival situation so i have enough shitty things in my kitchen that make it embarrassing and ugly to look at but would maybe help me survive an extra i'm gonna say seven hours if if shit hit the fan maybe this ships with a q cat and i don't know if you know what that is i don't know what a q cat is I'm hoping there's at least two people that listen to this podcast. They're like, oh, yeah. It was a, a product that was released, and I think it was, like, free. I think you could get one for free, and it was a barcode scanner, and you would scan barcodes, and then it would launch the websites for that product. Okay. Um, and I think it failed very quickly because nobody – that's a crazy product to have. So we could probably get a bunch of these real, real easy and then ship it with a copy of the game, and then you have to go around your actual house – scanning um, in the things that you have to to generate your inventory so it would be like a real life sort of uh sim this is stressing me out because now i'm looking at the qcat wikipedia article and the canonical spelling you know how wikipedia will be like uh you know the the dragon quest 7 stylized as yeah, dragon yeah. quest vii the qcat stylized as colon qcat with a leading colon the official way that it's spelled is is a colon and then the word qcat like dot dot on one on top of the other, Q cat. Um, yeah, I, I see no problem with that. Um, I don't think you can do that. In June two thousand five. <laughs> oh, getting a quick. I'm not sure what quick. what power tool that is. Sounds like a bunch of Tim Allen's running around here. Um, <laughs> sure does. In June two thousand five, a liquidator offered two million Q cats for sale at thirty cents each in quantities uh, of five hundred thousand or more. 
that rules. Um, so we could have really, really gotten our hands on a bunch of these bad boys. <laughs> I think you can. Everything you need to know about the Q cat can be surmised by the fact that the Wikipedia article has nine sections, and section two is failure. Yeah. So <laughs> it goes introduction, failure, security breach. So this game comes with one of these, and you scan in everything you have, and then you have to do like for the stuff that doesn't have barcodes, you just got to do like sort of a mind's eye inventory of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that's your game. That's like your apartment. So it's not randomized. It is what you got oh, IRL. Yeah. So it, and maybe you can load in your floor plan to your apartment. You can just yes. really quickly use some AutoCAD stuff and like draw it out. Plug it into and, like your city's appraisal um, organization. Yeah. And just and like, then, oh man, is he is he stapling the the closet to the back of your chair might be a paint might be a paintball fight <laughs> it sounds like a paintball gun um what, yeah, we call, th- what are we gonna call this but this this game is very good it's extremely good um, um marketing business strategy we got a couple minutes here um before i think things are really gonna start popping off so okay uh we gotta hurry we gotta hurry do we do we jump right ahead to to double naming it our, our patented technique oh yeah sure um i'll I'll do a survival word, and you do uh, junk j- junk or household stuff or something okay. like that word. Don't just say household, though. I won't. I won't. One, two, three. Three. Outlasters. Outlast well, your, your word was kind of one of my words. Outlast hoarders? No, it's nothing. Prepper? Prepper would be... F- no, prepper's not okay. good either, because you're not prepped. Like, that's the thing. It's got to be what you got on hand right now. Right. This has to be... You have to You have to be going about your normal life, and all of a sudden, you're in this situation. Okay, let's... We can do it again. Um, I'll do a, I'll do a house word. You do a survival word. Oh, I love that. Okay. One. One. Two. two three, three. Domestic. Uh, colon survival evolved. I wish I knew you were going the colon survival evolved route. Because domestic is an adjective. Well, I kind of like just domestic by itself, because sometimes if your game name is an adjective being used as a noun, that can sound really cool. Yeah, domestic. Domestic. Survival evolved. Like, do- imagine the word domestic with a colon after it. Tell me that doesn't look like a video game name. Yeah. Um. What about something like lockdown? Lockdown. I do like, uh, like a house lockdown. Eat your house. Um, lockdown colon eat your house how about instead like instead of a panic room it's a panic home panic house panic house <laughs> i'm just looking at the list of like the top 10 survival games on steam there's it's always something like hurt world savage lands the long dark arc survival evolved hide and hold out that's that's sort of evoking the right thing stranded stranded at home i mean that is exactly the situation that sets up home alone yeah. What about? Oh, I think I got it. I think oh, I got, got it. it. I think give, I got give, it. Give, give me. I, I'm going to need you to Google this for me and tell me if it's taken. Okay. But check this out. Homestuck. <laughs> no, I think we're good. We got it. There's our game. <laughs> Homestuck. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, yeah. If we'll take, we'll go ahead and get the Twitter handle secured. Um, I'll start posting stuff in the Homestuck Tumblr tag to get people excited about the game. I think we're good to go. I think we're all set. Homestuck. Can we put a colon before it? <laughs> Does that work with the way our... Okay, I don't know if we can do that. Yeah, I, you I just, just do that. You just do colon Halo 2. Right, you're allowed to just... As long as you put... Like, you could do a game called uh, a No Man's Sky with the apostrophe after the S, you're yeah, telling you're me? Yeah, you're totally good, dude. All right. Uh, I think it's got to be Homestuck. 
I think it's Homestuck. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another great episode. I think this is our third great game in a row, don't you think? That's What did we say was going to happen when we hit that hat trick? I can't remember. I, I was going to celebrate by having a closet put in. Well, <laughs> thank you to our special guest. I'm going to put all my trophies in it. The game, the good game making trophies that I got. Oh, sure. That the, your, all your BAFTAs are going in there. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to win a BAFTA someday. Can video game podcasts win BAFTAs? I don't I think it might be one of the only things that can't win a bath. Can I practice my speech? Yeah. Um I would walk up there and I would say BAFTA these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Um thank you guys for listening. Uh if people uh enjoy this podcast, why? I really I really think they'd um well, first of all why? <laughs> Second of all, uh, I think there's a pretty good chance they would enjoy our new uh series of YouTube videos. That you and I are doing. Are you talking about Carboys? I'm talking about Carboys, um, <laughs> which is fun because I was trying to maybe garner some feedback on Carboys. I, I wound up just I did this without your consent. People are blaming you for the name Carboys. I just kind of did this. No, that was uh, a, that trust. That was a hundred percent Nick. Yeah, that was me. I, Griffin would never knowingly lean in, into the boys thing that hard, but all the comments on that video were like, oh, look at these carboys. I'm like, might as well get that SEO. But if you search, I was searching Twitter to see what people thought of carboys, and uh, it hits a certain point uh, before the first episode came out where it's just people being like, check out the new carboys. I'm going to go for a ride in my car, boys. And it's just like uh, lads tweeting at other lads about their cars. Um. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. It's not working as intended then. Stay in the car, boys. Um, thanks for listening to Cool Games, Inc. We'll see you next week. I don't know when this episode's going to go out, because it's right now it is 5.52 p.m. on the East Coast. So yeah. coming in hot. Um, A little hot. Until uh, next time. I, yeah, I got to get editing on this thing. So till next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. No problem. Fine. <laughs>